If you prefer to sleep in, then you are not hearing this right now. For the rest of us, Paul W. Smith is here at 6. And this is the Pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. Good morning. Welcome to the Pre-W. Smith Show. It's it's officially summer. This is it, guys. Mark Pastoria, Kristen Kajawa, Eric Dorsch. We wait, you know, as Michiganders, we wait all year for this moment, right? June 21, the summer solstice. This is, it's officially on, guys. Kristen Here we K, go. Mark. Here we go. Here we go. Where are we going? <laughs> to the pool. It's going to be <laughs> hot the, today. To the pool. I like that idea. Y'all t- it is going to be hot today. 90, Kristen, your girls, they're, they're going to need to be by the pool. 95, all day. 96, 97 yeah, today. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. It's a We're way to trigger start the summer. fire sprinklers here in the building. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we don't need any of that. But, you know, the sun, go, uh, the, the, the earth goes around the sun, makes that annual trip around the sun. And as we hit this point, it tilts more. The northern part tilts more toward the sun, which puts that sun straight up overhead, makes it hot, makes it summer here 514, for us. 514. 514. Is that it? Officially? It yep. 514. There we go. Yeah. Look Sunri- at you. I, I was going to say. Where did you get that Mark. information? Ann told me. You were- <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. You listen to Ann. You get your day started right, that's for sure. All right, guys. Uh, listen, speaking of getting our day started right, we've got a we've got a feature about it's a sports feature from our good friend Michael Spath, but it's about more than sports, you know. For many of us, going to a sporting event, of course it's about the game. We want our team to win and all that, but it for a lot of us, probably all of us, it's really about the total experience, right? I mean, it's it goes beyond just who wins or loses the game. It's the whole thing, socializing, meeting with our friends, having a good time, cheering for our team, of course. Michael Spass got an interesting story that's going to change the experience a bit in college sports. Michael. Jeff, as fans, hold on to our experience, our traditions, tailgating, going to the games the way we want to, seeing our friends. Now, you know, as you start to get older, some of your friends move away. Maybe you only see them for one game a year or two games a year, not right. often. But something has happened here recently that is a massive shift for the fandom, the experience at the University of Michigan, and that is Ann Arbor Pioneers parking lot, which is directly across the street from the big house, has always been a mecca, a a, a melting pot for the RV community here in the state of Michigan. And just recently, they announced a city ordinance put forth by the fire marshal. They are not allowing RVs in the entire Ann Arbor Pioneer parking lot. You know, I talked to a couple of people who own RVs. I mean, there's about 100 of these that gather every single weekend. They've got the the spreads. I mean, my friend stays there, gets there on Friday nights. Right. They make it a big. It's not just about the game. It's about getting with friends and the, you know, talking about tradition, right? They walk downtown, they go to dinner, then they spend the night there. They spend all day there. They spend the night again. They leave on Sunday morning. Right. And now they're scrambling to try to find someplace else to park. At the very least, you're going to have it piecemealed around, you know, the Ann Arbor area. But here's the thing that stood out to me was this is not a pioneer parking lot decision. This is a city ordinance. Yeah, what's so driving where do you, Yeah, why? Well, what's driving it is carbon monoxide levels. And so you have all these RVs that are pumping out these carbon monoxide gas levels. And over the years, you have had, I mean, you walk through there and I mean, you're kind of, I don't want to say putting your own health at risk, but I mean, you're walking past a hundred RVs that are pumping this stuff out. And it's like, being in the smog of China, right? right. I mean, and, and this is Ann Arbor. This is Ann Arbor, and it, we know but the, it's the, the, the leadership with you know uh, forward thinking, sustainability, you know, protecting the environment. It's very you know, progressive. All of those things, very progressive, right? 
And so I think what you've had is, according to a couple of reports, you've had some complaints. You've had some people getting sick that have been breathing in those fumes. And so the the fire marshal was called, came through, was you know pulled out the meter, read it, and said, this is way too high. Like, we can't have this level of exhaust coming out of here. Now, I talked to friends who said there is some regulation in place. There's rules that are supposed to be enforced. You're supposed to have an exhaust pipe that takes your carbon dioxide and, and essentially like a 10-foot pole that releases it up into the air away from all the people. The problem is, is the last couple of years, they really haven't enforced this. And so when you're not enforcing it, you're creating a greater problem because you're not weeding out the people that are ignoring the rules. And so, you know, could they have probably regulated this a little bit better? You know, that would have been an option. Instead, they just came through with a ban and now I don't know where a lot of these people are going to park. Again, I talked to a couple of friends like, well, we could go over there. We could go over there. But again, if we go to, you know, this site north of, or of the stadium, if we go to this place south of the stadium, is the fire marshal going to come by and say, it's still too high and you got to leave here? And could this portend more change to come? Is this the start of something that others are now going to follow? Well, I mean, yeah, certainly Michigan State's campus, Western Michigan's campus, Central Michigan's campus. I mean, RV community is not unique to the University of Michigan. Of course. Right? I mean, you go to, I've been to every college uh, stadium in the in the Big Ten, and everywhere you go, there's an RV parking lot. And, you know, Bloomington has a great one for Indiana. Iowa City has a great one. Ohio State has a great one. All these communities pop up, and these people all get along. And so, yeah, I mean, maybe there's better regulation. Mm. Maybe there's better enforcement in other places. But if it happens here, if it happens at one college campus, it could happen at others. Michael, you know, thank you for sharing that story with us. On the surface of it, it's a story about whether or not we're going to be able to have our RVs at the Michigan football games. But the reality is it goes way beyond that. This is so much of sports, college sports in particular, is about tradition and meeting up with old friends and classmates and so on and congregating at sporting events and making it a broader experience than just the game itself. And it looks like this RV ordinance now definitely takes a hit of a beloved tradition at the Michigan football stadium. All right, headed out to a break. We'll be back with more right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.